0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
2: Welcome back to A Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and today I am joined by Jerry Taylor to take a wander around paradise and Jerry, there is lots to talk about. Disappointing
0: weekend. Certainly was, been a disappointing couple of weeks. Uh, I was not expecting that result. I went in full of confidence with that one. I really thought we were going to get four or five goals but just didn't work out the way we expected, did it? You know, when I looked at last week's uh,
2: preparations I did feel as though there might have been an issue of banana skin at there seemed to be a set of circumstances working against us a wee bit big part of that being injuries but I didn't get that feeling last week I went in confident Jerry, and I was interested to see how he started particularly at centre half I had uh, pitched the idea that we bring Johnson back in at centre half but he brought scales in and it was a test for him because I think this is a dress rehearsal for Ibrox you're thinking if we start Scales against St. Johnson, then you're going to start him against Rangers. And to be fair, I wasn't convinced. So that's one of the biggest concerns for me. Although bringing Johnson back was a huge plus. He's a huge positive
0: impact on this team, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. As soon as I saw he was in the starting lineup, I was, I was a bit torn. I was like, is this too soon to throw him straight in? But the engine the boy's got on, him, mean, he's unreal and we've missed him so much. You could see that in the first half as well, um, creating chances and just getting, getting down that wing. It's with a command up one. I generally thought that was maybe Brendan Rogers link, uh, Lincoln Red Imps moment, and it was going to be right. Okay, let's uh, back to work and let's let's get out of there and win again. I don't know if there's much he can really do right now when it comes to the injuries that we've got, the the ins and outs, the transfers coming in and out. He, he's taken over at a time where Ange Postecoglou has probably done all this prep beforehand, and all of a sudden the the carpet's been swept away and and it's turning into a rebuild now as opposed to a freshen up of the
2: squad. I know, a rebuild rather than a reset. Aye. and I think that we're now in a situation obviously in a world of social media where instantly you know what the reaction is of a, a huge group of our fan base. I'm going to put it out there right now. I'm right behind Brendan Rodgers and yeah. I'll explain why, Jerry. I think that Rodgers has inherited a lot of these issues. You know, Celtic haven't been playing well. You know, at the end of Angie's tenure, they weren't playing well. And I was talking about it last night, I said, when was the last time we played brilliant? You know, we blew team away. First, time, first half of Kilmarnock.
0: That's when, it, the second half of Kilmarnock yeah. is when it all started to fall apart, wasn't it? I never really played No, and we thought it was because it was we won it. Mm-hmm. But it's not. When you look back, it was,
2: it was starting to get stale. It was getting stale. It was. And you wonder, you know, was that because Angie, you know, was, was kind of checking out because he was Discussing his future elsewhere That could then filter into the players Who could get a sense that there was something wrong And, and you know Brendan's walked into that And you throw in top of that All the injuries that he's got I mean it's unprecedented When you look at the fact that we're playing our 5th or 6th choice Centre half Potentially at Ibrox next week Unless we're bringing an emergency one Well that's what I'm hoping for
0: Because it's, it's, it's not just Ibrooks, is it We've got the Champions League coming up as well And if we're struggling against Kilmarnock and Johnson I'm no fancying our chances against the likes of PS, PSG or uh, Real Madrid so there's a lot of work to be done I'm seeing two scenarios here and I don't think there's much room in the middle between them we're either going to end up with one of these panic transfer windows the last five days where we're getting your Diego, the types of Diego Lax coming in I'm hoping that's not going to be the case but I think, I think Brendan seems to be taking the bull by the horns this week I'm hoping they are hearing that there's five coming in, maybe six going out. And it's, it's going to go two ways. It's either going to be we're going to get some great players in that he's identified and he knows he's going to do a job straight away. Or this is going to be a panic buy where we're going to end up with some players like Jetties and, and players like that. But I'm going for the positive side of it. I still believe in Brendan Rodgers. There's a lot of pressure on him. If he doesn't get a result in his next game, the pressure's going to triple, quadruple. And, uh, I don't think that's going to be the case Quadruple treble Quadruple treble Aye Let's just keep the faith And I think Do you know what This might sound a bit daft But the fact is We've not got this treble To think about now I wouldn't say it's a monkey Off the back But it's like Our focus now Is the league The Scottish Cup And doing well in Europe Alright Put the the rest of it to bed Look forward to it I'm positive I know that Jim O'S Says that I'm uh, Mr. Over positivity At times And I get that But for me There's what 33 games left In the league 33 games We've been here before six, First six games uh, And just first season We have not great We, we weren't uh, Setting the header like. So I'm hoping after this week In five days To make a big difference And I, and I believe we will There's one thing about the reaction
2: Jerry um, All of these players May not have experienced the fact that When you play for Celtic Even a draw Isn't good enough And then after the game There was a lot made of the fact that The players with Brendan Rodgers Have gone up to uh, obviously salute the fans, and they've probably
0: not got the reception that they expected, but they probably should have expected it. Look, they should have expected. It. I think some of the team would have done uh, the kind of the more kind of hardened players um, that know about Celtic. A lot of these players are just used to winning; they've not seen this reaction, and who knows? It could be a, a rocket up the backside that maybe some of them need. I like the fact that Brendan Rodgers had the bottle to go to the crowd. Yeah. I mean, look at it—he <laughs> was getting blamed for never going to the crowd when he was winning, and now he's finally doing it. When we're not winning, and I think that takes guts. I think he expected it was coming. He's a Celtic fan, right? He came back. He's proved that. And I know there was a lot of a heat on him for leaving, but he's come back. He wants this club to do well, and nobody they'll be fighting for us more than him right now. Maybe inside there as we speak. Like, see the thing,
2: Jerry. Right? There might be a bit of a reverse psychology where Brendan knows how the Celtic fans are going to react. That's why you a <laughs> going to uh-huh. say, listen, this isn't good enough. This is what you're going to be faced with if this doesn't improve I think what I'm looking for now I'm looking for the Callum McGregor obviously being the captain James Forrest Anthony Ralston I'm looking for that type of player to really be leaders you know in the dressing room behind the scenes we've got a clutch of new players and more to come and I think you need to have that nucleus and I would throw Joe Hart in there I would throw Cameron Carter-Vickers in there and say listen there's a group of five or six you know, experienced senior pros Who know what this club's all about And you have got to lead now You've got to lead us out of this sticky patch Because that's all it is, let's be honest It's a couple yeah. of games And then, I just mentioned there uh, Players coming in We have already brought in half a dozen And the rumour is, Gerry We're going to be bringing in another four or five As many as five yeah. more players in the, the next week um, And again, it might take a while for that To stabilise and for the multi to blend into the team
0: Yeah, I know, that's, that's the one thing In one hand you're thinking Great, we're getting all these players coming in In the other hand you're going how long are they needing? Are these players that we're going in, if they had a pre-season, are we going to bring in a centre half for maybe just a couple of months? If that's the case, who's been out of contract that long? Have they been training? Are they going to be fit to go straight into it? I'm looking at I think you mentioned it before a kind of colo, uh, colo Torre type signing here, where they will come in. We just we need that, we need a wise head in that team. The average age of the squad's gone down, getting rid of the likes of Starfield and other players, and I just think I think Brendan's going to pull some strings and bring in some kind of good old heads, ones that he can trust, that know they can just get us through that game and then start to build from there. That's the hope anyway.
2: So Jerry, you've been on a Celtic State of Mind now for a few weeks. It's been great to have you on board. All accidentally as well. I? I come on to promote my show. I was going to come on for 10 minutes and I've no left. And you've not got rid of me. You're You with our live event on Friday. You're here on that on Monday morning for A Wonder in Paradise. But you're right, you were talking about your show, so let's have a wee chat about it, because it's coming up very, very shortly, isn't it? It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today
0: Plus. Coming up this Friday, mate, at the Pavilion Theatre, singing I'm Not a Billy, She's a Tim, and it's been it's been touring with guys for two decades, mate. Two decades this show's been selling out theatres, and it just got to a point that a lot of our audience members were female, a lot of the interaction and traffic and social media was coming from females, so we just thought it's time for the lasses to take over. So it's not just the boys that are bigots in the end, <laughs> and it's all about Shining that light on how bad bigotry is A lot of people get the wrong idea of the show And think it glamorizes it Couldn't be further from the truth What it does is it puts a Rangers and Celtic fan in a prison cell We know where to go, there's a camera They can't batter each other Where do you go from there? So what they do is they have to listen to each other's stories Each other's traditions And they start to pick it apart While we've also got on the other side We've got a, a prison guard And basically she's going through her own grief at the moment At the same moment and that highlights exactly just how stupid it is sectarianism in Scotland. You're never going to, you're never going to cure it. You're never going to get rid of it. But it does, it does shine a light on it. Uh, we've got a fantastic cast. We've got uh, Dion Frati who's playing Billy, absolutely hilarious and really want to watch for because I think I don't know how she's not been spotted yet. Um, but uh, she'll be absolutely fantastic. And then playing Tim, uh, the Celtic fan. We have got uh, Jade McDonald, and she's absolutely brilliant. She's just this. We 25 year old lassie but she's like an atomic bomb do you know that way she just looks so cute and innocent And when she goes on playing Tim she blows everyone away and we've got Rachel Ogilvy playing the, the guard Harriet Rachel's pretty much played every doctor and every soap in the land um, she's a great actor she was in High Road and she's playing this real serious part and just adds something to the show so I'm really happy that I've got such an amazing cast we've got three amazing understudies as well and uh, it's just up to me now to make sure that the show's any good How's the rehearsal going? Rehearsals have been great It's been pretty full on um, It was nine days rehearsal So they've been in Every single day I've been getting up In the morning Going down Then I've been going away Doing the Celtic events And then back And do you know what It's it's just been Absolutely brilliant Obviously as a Celtic fan Results haven't been great So rehearsals have been getting uh, the, the, the mickey taken out me At times But it's a good room And it's a great show uh, We're on in the First and second At the pavilion We've got two shows On the Saturday and uh, I all came about just years ago I thought I was doing all my own stuff in here, But nobody knew of me And any time I tried to get in a theatre in Glasgow They are like, never heard of you Never heard of your work." So I thought, try and get a show So I, t- I approached Des Dillon who wrote the show And said, look, any chance that I can get it And he's like, no, I do the show He said, but come and meet me And we'll talk about something else So I sold my telly Because I was skint at the time I didn't have any money So I sold my telly And I hired a car So I could meet him in Garvin. Where I now live Which is mad And every time I pass the chippy That I met him in I always think of this moment We ended up talking about something else And then he just says Say this line And he gave me a line for the show And I said it And he went, you'd be a great Tim You'll be the understudy So he gave me the understudy And then it went on at the pavilion Um, And then after the show at the pavilion He gave me the role and ever since then, I've been playing Tim and then end up directing it, producing it. And uh, now we're doing the rebrand and this is how it all came about today. But I'm looking forward to it. Where can we get tickets, Gerry? You can get tickets on the Pavilion website, um, uh, Glasgow Pavilion, online. So, as always, Jerry,
2: in this week of all weeks, it's Derby week. Uh, there's a lot to discuss. How confident are you feeling with the start to the season we've got and the news that we're bringing in another four or five
0: new players? Yeah, it's always the same when it comes to the Derby matches For me it doesn't matter the form There's always a bit of nerves there I th- I'm hoping that because of our last two results We might be uh, underestimated slightly uh, I think if-, if there's ever a game where you've got to start up in your game It's going to be this one But I'm, I'm, I- I'm quietly confident I'm quietly confident I wouldn't be surprised if it ended in a draw Because both clubs right now seem to be <laughs> through this transition period So I think I, I can't call this one I'm always going to take the side of Celtic when it comes to uh, favourites so I think we might sneak a win We're looking at uh, Palmer apparently
2: you know being the first in the door this week he might be uh, imminent his signature might be imminent
0: where else do you want us to strengthen Gerry? It's a strange one because all pre-season I've been saying goalkeeper and right now goalkeeper is the least of our worries and that just shows how Joe Hart's been over the past few weeks as well but for me it's a left back uh, a centre back and centre midfield that I want to see. I think we've got all coming back. We can use Mind up front. I don't think we should be panicking and buying a striker right now, but I would like to see, I think, pretty much the spine <laughs> going through the middle of the park. I wouldn't be bothered if we didn't sign a goalkeeper now, even though I've been rattling on about it all season. For me right now, it's the the, the 10 in front of the goalkeeper that we need to be trying to fix. This is the thing.
2: That, that's been a positive since uh, Brendan came in for me. You know, the, the former of Matt O'Reilly for a kick-off Yeah, also Joe Hart's role has changed You know, he's not expected to have the ball at his feet that often The tippy-tappy And it's improved his game, right? I mean, even at the weekend there He he shouldn't have to be called upon And he wasn't for about 70 minutes But there was two occasions where we have failed to defend properly And Joe Hart has has managed to pull off the saves And so these are positives that are often going under the radar Because we're not getting the results at the moment, Jerry Um, But one thing I I do want to discuss And it's very unfortunate is we talk about fan reaction, that's to be expected. You look at social media and it goes into meltdown,
0: right? Well, How at, did the players' reaction on social media? It's, it's not been good to see at all. Um, you pointed out a while back as well, I think when we were talking about McGregor, talking about everyone needs to stick together. To say that really early on in a season, then all of a sudden you've got Haxabanovich putting a post like that out mm. and then other players liking it and straight away I was like, there's your split. You meant to be drawing a line in the sand, not crossing over it, and I just at the time and we don't know was that at us? Was that at us because the fans are booing? Was it at the manager? Was it at the coaching team? I mean even under the previous management it wasn't getting as much game time towards the end so was I dig at them also are we all wrong? It's like if you can't see my ability well, I think the problem is we're starting to so it's this whole social media I mean we've had it a couple of times now uh, with Jack Amakis with, with the old egg timer telling us he was on his way and is, this, is this the new way that we're all going to be finding out? But it's toys out the pram, and to me, when you've got that toxicity, toxicity, easy for me to say, my teeth back when you've got that in a club, it's like a cancer that's going to eat away at the dressing room, and you've got to cut it out, and they need to go, and if that means putting them training even below the reserves until they go, I think that's that's drastic measures needed now, because if that's setting in now only a couple of games, there's only one way that's going to go. Even if it's just two players,
2: right, and Haxabarovic is one of them, for me, this week, it's a priority to move them on because one bad apple is all it takes in a changing room. Jerry, now. We have been doing a wander around paradise for a few weeks. It's great. It's a great way to start the week. You get a wee bit of exercise, a wee bit of fresh air as well. And often we get uh, some visits up at Celtic Park as well from people who are tuning in, which is tremendous. On Friday night, we had an event with Charlie and O'Brew. Mark Wilson, and we are able to, to raise another £500 for me, Jamie Tierney. Yeah. Um, so they sell the jerseys initiative. You've obviously given us your signed jersey, and it's going really well. So what to do is check out underneath of this video. Uh, there is a link on how to assist me, Jamie Tierney. We do that. Will that pop Absolutely up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thumbs up, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, and join us tomorrow at 12.30 for a Celtic State of Mind.